Hello, friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. I am here today with Judy Vito, and we are going to talk about how we, our bodies are God's temple. And Judy is the owner of Judy's Jazzercise here in Bell Fountain. Um, just about everybody has been in Judy's Jazzercise at one point or another, and everybody knows who Judy is. And we're going to talk about the importance of exercise and fueling our body so that our body can be the temple that it needs to be so we can do God's work. Welcome, Judy. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for inviting me, Nita. So let's talk a little bit. Let's start with exercise. Um, you're kind of an exercise guru. You do a lot of things. One of the great things about Jazzercise is it does, it's a little bit of everything. So you get cardio in and you work your muscles, which I'm really bad at. I'm, I'm good at cardio, but I hate muscle work. So, and even some stretching and some yoga. Uh, so talk a little bit about why those things are important for our bodies. Well, that's a really good question. Um, and it is. And what you said was because jazzercise is a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I think to me, that's the key. I think, um, anybody that focuses on just one aspect, if they just lift weights, that's great. Your muscles will look really good. Um, cardiovascularly, not mm -hmm. so good. Right. If you just are a runner, you know, then your muscles are lacking that, um, the muscle work that it needs to fight osteoporosis and right. any number of things. So, um, we are a combination, you know, the stretching, the, um, the muscles, the, um, weight lift, weight bearing, all that, right. because it will help you move better, move longer. Yes. Um, and just be able to perform regular everyday household activities with less pain, um, and hopefully with a lot of longevity in it. Right. And I think that's important because I know as we age, I'm 58 and I only run. I have like a three minute stretching routine before, which I'm pretty sure is making your head explode. <laughs> mm -hmm. And occasionally I'll stretch after, but I do notice in the evening you know, my hips are sore and I'm sure if I stretched and did some, um, some kind of weight bearing exercise that that would help with that. So I, I need to think about that, but we do want to, I mean, as we age, it's more difficult to get out of bed. You know, you, you feel those things and that's why exercise is so important because you want to be able to get up and do those things. Um, so talk a little bit about, um, say in jazzercise, that's what you do. What is, what do you do the most? Is it, is it cardiovascular or is it all equal in what you do as far as stretching and cardiovascular and weight bearing? Um, no, actually it is more geared, um, in the, in the cardio, okay. but not, you know, so many times people hear cardio and they're like, oh my gosh, pounding the pavement, high right. impact, whatever. Um, our cardio starts off low, ascends up the aerobic curve. What we say gets a little bit um, harder as we go and comes down. Um, and we do that in every class, you know, right. 35, about 35 minutes, 30 to 35, because that's what the experts say you need to really make a difference, to burn fat, to right. um, work that cardiovascular. But we stretch at the beginning and we stretch at the end. And then right. we put the weight bearing in after that aerobic segment, you know, with weights. And we mm -hmm. usually will use weights for anywhere from one to three, we call them routines because we, we go by songs. And then we'll do, you know, muscle toning as well. So we really focus on that heart strength right. and cardiovascular. And now in these days with COVID, if I'm allowed to say that word, yeah. you know, um, 
I think you just really need to be strong cardiovascularly. Right. And when you talk about cardiovascular, because I'm a runner, and but that's not, you don't have, you can walk. Basically, cardiovascular is getting your heart rate up, right? Exactly. Exactly. So walking is a great exercise, not as hard on your, as you, not as hard on your joints. And I know for you, a lot of your cardiovascular is dancing, which is fun. Right. So people that don't, I hate to exercise. I hear that right. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after many people take that first workout, that first class, they'll say, oh my gosh, I, that was fun. I didn't know I was working as hard. You get caught up in the music. Right. You get caught up in the energy of the class. Um, and it is fun. So my whole point is you might not like jazzercise and that might not be right for you. It was for me. Right. But you got to find something. And if you like to walk, then you walk the heck out of that. Right. Um, the only thing, you, you know, you might have to walk a little bit more to get that heart up or a little further, you know, maybe mm-hmm. need a little bit more time. In one hour, I can do a heck of a lot for you at Jazzercise, um, but if you don't like it, it's not going to work. Right. Find and you, and you what you won't you like. keep coming. And You've got to keep right. coming. Um, I always tell people when they join and they, and they love it and they come five times that first week and they come five times the second <laughs> week and then they get busy because it, there's life and then they come three times and then the next week they're really busy and they can't do any and then they come back one and then come back. I'm more about consistency. I would rather you do, let's say three or four times a week or even two. Right. Stay consistent because your body needs that consistency right. um, to, to keep that, just everything kind of on the even keel. So don't go crazy. Find something you like, but stick with it. And on the days when you're like, oh... You know what? One hour of exercise is only about 4% of your day. Do you know what? Give me a break. Yeah. (laughs) You read a magazine, you sit down, you um, kick your feet up, you do nothing. Right. Could you fit in? Right. What's your priority? I tell um, the folks where I work, they're elders, and uh, I'll tell them, you know what? You know, because they'll say, well, I just just want to read and my body hurts. So set a timer. Or, okay, I've read five chapters. It's time to get up and march around my room. Whatever it takes to get something to get your heart rate up. Um, I can't tell you how many how many men I've met who, who say, I have worked all my life and my retirement is all about me sitting in my chair. Okay, I get that. I, I totally get that. But if you, you know, it's a whole move it or lose it as far as our bodies go. And moving yes. is important. So why don't you get up and just reach for the ceiling, the first commercial, and then the next commercial, just march in place. You don't even have to lift it very high at first and, you know, work towards something so that you're moving. Because you're right, if we don't move our bodies, we're going to lose the opportunity to do that as we age. But at any age, but the younger you start, the the better you keep it. So mm-hmm. don't wait until you're 90. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And you have all ages, right? That come yeah, to jazzercise. I have 13 year olds and I have 76 year olds and okay. I have men and I have women. I have people that are um, larger and, and very out of shape. And I have people that are marathon runners. Right. Jazzercise is all about low impact or high impact, low intensity, high intensity, um, 10 pound weights, no pound weights, you right. know, no, doing things out. We, and because we can modify and, and adapt things to people that have had knee replacements. I've had a hip replacement. Right. Didn't get it from Jazzercise. I was a <laughs> dumb cheerleader and did some really stupid things. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I um, have not missed a beat because I got back. But I think it's so important, like you just said, starting early. Right. But it's never too late. Right. You know, my mom's in assisted living now. And um, her goal is every day she knows how many times she's going to walk that hall. 
Yeah. And she with her oh, walker that and her awesome. little her little bag and stopping in everybody's room. And then we got her some just little handheld weights. Mm-hmm. So when she watches her TV shows during the commercials, we told her yeah, they're like three minutes That's or awesome. whatever. She picks up her little weights. And sometimes she'll send me a little video of she's, you know, just yeah. doing, usually it's curls. She yeah. quite, doesn't quite figure out the over the head or any of that. But right. you know but what? It still counts. My gosh, that's so important. It and is. And we too can do that. You know, maybe you are all day, you're busy with work mm-hmm. and and then you go home and you run and then you're going to sit down and you want to talk to somebody in your family or turn the TV on or relax. You know what? You can talk and just lift a couple weights. You can right. do that. You know, I could get you some weights needed and I bring them to yeah. your house. I have weights. There you go. It's, there you go. It's not and a lack of weights that's keeping me from it's, doing it's it. It's starting. Actually, don't you believe yep. the hardest part is starting. Yep. People call me on the phone and we talk. And then two weeks later, they'll say, I called you a couple weeks ago because they think I recognize their voice. And they say, <laughs> okay, tell me some more. By the time they come in, it may even be a month. Right. And they, But that first step, is it's just very hard. Number one, you think you don't have time because we're all busy. Right. I get it. Um, and I, if I wasn't an instructor, you know, would I be teaching as many classes and would I be there as faithfully? But it's my yeah. job. Yeah. Um, so take the first step. Push yourself for the right. first one. Right. But most importantly, find something that you, you enjoy. Love. And 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 I will tell you, ninety five percent of how we age is. Um, dependent upon our choices. Only 5% is hereditary. So the choice to do some kind of a workout, the choice to fuel your body properly is important at any age. But the younger you start, the the easier it is to do. So you come to Jazzercise and it's a pretty intense hour workout. I'm a runner. I've had to learn how to fuel my body for runs. Um, Even just to get through a day, our body was made for fuel. So let's talk about that. Um, you're very careful what you put in your body, which I so admire. I I think I eat right, but I really like cookies and cakes and cupcakes. So I don't, I, I have those too. So talk a little bit about your, how, how you, your food choices and how you fuel your body. Well, I too, my, my weakness, um, I like chocolate. I like dark chocolate. Um, now I find if I don't buy it, my husband's not going to buy it. So it's, it's not there. My kids are out of the house. So that does help. Um, you know, it, there's a certain amount of self-control even in that. Yeah, I know. But, um, when, when I talk about my diet, I don't, I don't, I'm not on a diet. Right. I, t- I use that word and some people say, oh no, I, I di-. no, I'm not on a diet. I just talk about diet by the way I eat. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that starving yourself is not right. Um, right. It messes up your metabolism. I also believe totally cutting out something out of your diet 100%. I've seen that mess up um, metabolism as well. I think your diet needs to be everything in moderation. Right. Now, maybe not chocolate every day. Um, <laughs> but my friends are, you know, that are listening are laughing because they do know that I, I like that. And there are certain things that I can turn down a cake or a cookie, but... Like Mary Gianola has a cookie that I can't turn down. She knows that. She loves to make it for me at Christmas. <laughs> um, but anyways, it, in my opinion, and according to the experts that I follow, breakfast, yes, yes. eat something. Not bacon and eggs and potatoes and hash browns or something, but eat something. But I think you need to eat three meals, but then snacks in between. Right. So I'm like, I'm a five, five eat, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And I call it my snack. Um, your snack could be a handful of almonds. Right. It might be an apple. It might be a banana, although banana is part of my lunch. Um, and I also eat the same thing often. I mean, I like my um, one-fourth cup of oatmeal 
um, with blueberries, raspberries, and strawberries on it every morning for breakfast. Uh-huh. But when I come home for that mid-morning, I might grab um, a handful of almonds or a hard-boiled egg. For lunch, I love my Greek yogurt with um, all the fruit again, and sometimes uh-huh. I'll add a, a kind of a granola. But I watch what granolas I use because really? they're not they're, – some of them have just too much – junk in them mm-hmm. um, and there's a local lady Janice Nader that makes her own granola and she oh, okay. sells it yeah. and she it's a really really good wholesome um, and then the afternoon I have to have something before I go to work out so there's right, another exactly. snack in there right. um, my dinner's a little bit later because I teach evening jazzercise I don't believe your last meal has to be at 5 o'clock in fact I really kind of don't believe that because think about it Nita if you eat at 5 mm-hmm. o'clock and you don't eat until the next morning your body you're right. getting hungry. You're, you're not drinking either because you're sleeping. Um, and it's, it takes whatever you have and it stores it as fat because it's like, when am I going to be fed again? Right. Whereas if we regularly keep food coming in, the body will burn it a little more efficiently. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, because I've gone all night without water, I can guzzle water. Right, me too. And think about it. Your body needs water. We all know that. And how long has it gone? I can wake up in the middle of the night and drink a whole bottle of water. Yeah. You know, without stopping. And they're like, okay, now I can go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the problem with that. But, well, and I think, um, you know, you taught, like you said, you, before you go work out, you've got to have some kind of snack. It might be almonds or whatever, um, to fuel your body. And I, I think if we look at it as fueling our body and not so much, a diet or food or whatever, um, it makes it a little bit easier when you look at it as our body, uh, as a temple. Exactly. And um, we can't exercise without fueling our bodies properly. Mm-hmm. I, I have run half and full marathons, and I can assure you, <laughs> figuring out how to hydrate so and fuel that mm-hmm. was really, to me, harder than the actual running because running, you just put one step in front of the other, but, you know, trying to figure out when to, to eat it and find something that doesn't make your stomach sick. And, and people are different. There's not one that fits everybody. What right. might be right for you is not right for me. Um, and I'll tell people that, you know, yeah. they'll say, I can't eat anything before class. Well, then they, we call it boink, bonk. You know, they right. They plummet and Body's not prepared. Or they take sh- the wrong thing. They'll do a, a half a candy bar or something, you know, right. that sugar rush. And they, boy, they think they're doing great. And then boom, yeah. plummet. Yeah. Um, so I think the hardest is finding that 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 right thing for you. And also, I think snacks are more difficult than than planning your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. A snack because we're busy and you're in the car. What's easy to grab? Right. French fries at McDonald's. And yeah, I think I think you almost need to if you know you're in the car. I, I do a lot of driving for my work. You know, mm-hmm. going to hospitals and and that kind of thing. And um, if I don't have a kind bars are the oh, ones yes. that I like and they say they're all you know mm-hmm. the just almonds and all that um then that will get me through that hump but if I don't have that I'm I'm going through the McDonald's drive through and getting a small fry and a diet coke so I have to have something like mm-hmm. an apple or something because otherwise it's just it's so easy and I really like McDonald's french fries so, <laughs> so I but I need to plan for that to not do the other and it took me a while to figure that out now you were talking about the things you eat where do you get your protein almonds have protein correct yeah but my big um i really should have more protein for my breakfast and lunch i i know that my my kids tell me all the time my everybody um but i go heavy on protein for in the, dinner in the evening yeah, okay i'm i'm fish um 
six times a week. Yeah. Different I love fish. fish. It's always different. I love um, fish. I do chicken, mm-hmm. you know, the, the grilled whatever. Mm-hmm. My thing is we always have an entree. It's either a fish or a chicken or sometimes we do a, a ground turkey. We always have at least two vegetables. Mm-hmm. See, I leave out the starch. I, yeah. I don't need that. Um, always. Yeah. 100% at least two vegetables. Yeah. Which is kind of, um, you got to be very creative. Yeah. Now, potato is a vegetable, but that's not one that we count as Because it's a, a good starch. <laughs> we, um, we don't do carrots because carrots has a little bit too much. Um, it, it, we, we just watch what we do. I always say, go green. Yeah. You know, green is a little bit better. What I should do, and when I do a salad, I always, if I do a salad for um, like a lunch, I always put chicken on it right always so protein yeah you've got to have that um, peanut butter sometimes people just right. take a little bit of peanut butter and put it on an app lou my husband puts it on an apple yeah you know he'll slice up his apple and put the peanut butter some like it on celery right. some just take a scoop and for some people that's enough to fuel them through an hour workout right not not your right. marathons that you run um but just a little one yeah you know what i use for the marathon the, the first one i use those goo things which are ugh. oh i've had those and they're so concentrated mm-hmm. they always made my stomach upset i found <laughs> you're gonna laugh baby food in a pouch that has the right protein um carb it, it was the right formula. Yes. I found those. Those are easy. I would wear a little pack when I would run. And um, about every two hours or every, well, I think it was like every six miles. So about every hour I would um, take one of those. And my, it didn't hurt my stomach. So I know that's weird, but it worked for me mm-hmm. um, to be able to do that. They were a little bulkier than the goo, but right. it still was a good thing for me. Um, and another great protein, and I'll tell you this because you might be able to work it in, are those Starkist tuna and chicken packs. Oh, you know what? And I do those. That's uh, that's. I use the little ones for for just my little snack. Yeah, a little heavy. Some people might do it for a meal. No, that's my snack, just right out of the pouch. Yeah, I do that, that a lot a when one. I'm busy. At, I'm working from home now, but mm-hmm. when I'm busy for at work, I keep those at work in a little recipe box, and that way, when I don't have time to go grab something or I didn't bring anything with me, mm-hmm. that is a perfect lunch and it's a good protein so i also have recipe um my husband and i both we have different ones because he likes a we he calls it his like peanut butter um ball snack and it's it's oats and honey and and i've seen those yeah yeah and he he wraps it up and he brings his he knows he's going to have his snack at three o'clock i do mine a little bit differently um i make mine smaller and i do you know add some things and once in a while, I even add little mini, mini chocolate chips, just right. a couple of them, not many, um, because like we said, you and yeah, I that, both that like sweet. that sweet thing, and I don't put much in it, but um, it, that's a really good before a workout. It's yeah. the oats and the, um, the peanut butter. The peanut butter, those are actually in the marathon. The peanut butter with the oats mm-hmm. are actually in the marathon recipe books. Oh, really? Um, the, those are a great thing to have after, mm-hmm. after your run to um, kind of help you with... Uh, you know, getting that everything back to normal. So, because that's when you do a marathon, you have to do both. (laughs) You have to to before and after and everything in between. So, so um, we've talked about that. You you hit on water a little bit and you drink a lot of water and hydrating is a really important part of keeping our bodies able to work out. If you don't hydrate properly, you are not going to be able to work out properly, whether it's running or jazzercise or even walking and, I have found if I don't hydrate properly, my brain doesn't function as sharply in the afternoon. Do you think that's, that's 100% true? 100 true. 100. I walk. Um, 
just a couple miles from my home to to go to Jazzercise because right. I like to walk and I can walk the dog. And I have two water bottles in there and her dog mm-hmm. dish. And halfway there, you'll see me along the side of the road on the sidewalk, you know, and she, I give her a thing of water and I finish a bottle of water. Right. Um, right. And that's just a little two hour or a two mile walk. You've got to drink. And these I know a lot of people say, I just, I don't need much water or I don't drink much. You know what? You really, you should. I, I don't, you know what I mean? It's hard for me to say you need it, but, but you, you're, well, you're, 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 your brain needs it to stay fresh. It's good for your skin. It's good to make right. it just everything. It, it does. It makes a huge difference. And in exercise, it makes a really big difference. Um, that is something that I, um, I got away from last year. COVID threw me for a loop in that I was no longer at work. So I kind of had a routine where I get up and take my vitamins and drink a whole bottle of water. And then I take a green tea to work, which kind of Mm -hmm. works for the water. And, and so working from home, I got away from all of that. And, um, this year, because my, my goals are always now, you know, treat my body like the temple God intended it to be. And that means fueling it properly. It doesn't mean I can't have a cupcake, but it does. But I do want to do the things that keep me in the best shape that I can be. And hydrating is such an important part of that. And what I've learned for me is, um, at first, when you, when you start hydrating properly, you're running to the bathroom all the time, Mm -hmm. but your body gets used to it and you find once you're to a place where you're getting what you need, you, you don't go to the bathroom any more often than usual because y- your body actually needs that, but it also has to adjust to mm-hmm. all the water when you haven't been doing it properly. But we're great at drinking soda and um, fruit punches and juices, which are all heavy in sugar. And even diet soda might not have sugar, but it has sweeteners that... Um, and that's a weakness for me, but I actually have found when I drink it, it, I have arthritis in my hands and when I don't drink it, I don't. So I've cut way back on diet soda and I've read that there's all kinds of different things. It affects us all differently, but you know, it cleans your sink in your drain when you pour it out. So I just want you to think about it. Yeah, I know. I've seen the demonstration and I agree. I've never been a pop drinker though, either. And my, my children, um, I think I don't, this doesn't really, wasn't your bullet point, but you're making, you're, you're setting a trend or you're setting a lifestyle for your children. You're showing them. And when I go out in the schools and I teach jazzercise a lot and I go from preschool up to middle school and some of these young kids can't get through my 20 minute workout. And let me tell you, I'm not doing with my the children what I do in the adult class right. we're just doing fun and jumping and bouncing and clapping and they have to sit down you know what that is so sad that should never be so right. if nothing more think about this your kids are going to emulate you they're going to copy right. you they're going to learn um, and I'm happy to say that both my children are really into fitness now I'm not saying they always were you know I mean they right. they've, they've always been a little bit but now they're very in, intent um, but I think we showed them that and you can show them the right way to Live right. and treat their bodies and, and to be the best version of themselves. Right. And that that is the key. The best version of themselves. And we talked a little bit before about Lindsay. And Lindsay is a bodybuilder, but she's also a fitness coach. And L- Lindsay would be like you, tiny, regardless of how she worked out, I think. I mean, she's just a, a tiny, um, she's just tiny boned. Mm-hmm. And 
she looks fabulous, but as great as she looks, she's had her own issues with health. Um, and we talked earlier about, you know, you can look at somebody and somebody can be bigger and be very healthy. Maybe they walk or run or whatever, and someone can be tiny and still have some health issues that it's, it's not in how we look, it's how we treat our bodies. And in Lindsay's case, it was figuring out what was harming her body that might have been normal. So um, you want to talk a little bit well, about exactly. That? I mean, you know, some people have um, allergies right. or just things that, that bother. And she was having foods and it was, she had um, she, her gut issues. I mean, right. she was just having all kinds of messed up. And she really had to work at what she could eat. Um, she eats very clean, very, right. very clean. But you couldn't give her, for instance, she can't do um, ground chicken, but she can do ground turkey. That's they interesting. Her differently, yeah. But she's found what works for her, right? Um, but I really like what you just said about um, throw away those charts that say if right. I'm five two, I need to weigh this, and if I'm five eight, this that is that is garbage. That is so garbage. Um, the thinnest people, you know, you look at them and you may think, oh my gosh, I envy that they are in such great shape. Their heart and their cardiovascular and the inside. Right. They could be set up for a heart attack, and you'd never know it. Uh, you'd never expect it, and you see it all the time where these people mm-hmm. have heart attacks. You're right? Like, oh my gosh, they weren't overweight. Maybe they didn't smoke. And right. then there's some people right. that might have a little bit of a heftier build, but they work out, and their muscles are strong, and their heart is strong. Right. And you know what? I'd rather 100% be that healthy on the inside. Um, and maybe be a couple pounds over and right. don't, don't worry about that. When I was run, when I was running the marathon, my body weight was considered overweight. And I was just like five pounds from obese. And I can assure you, <laughs> well, you've known me a long time. Yes. Never. <laughs> and I... that was shocking to me when I looked at that chart. And I told my husband, I said, oh, I'm not doing that anymore because... I don't know what else I can do. <laughs> I'm running, you know, a hundred mm-hmm. miles a week. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I hate I hate those charts. I think that's horrible, horrible. And I also um, caution people when they say, "Okay, I'm going to do something about it. I'm overweight. I'm going to do." They almost instantly go on a diet that is not healthy. Right. That cuts out or starve themselves. You know what? Eventually, you're going to want to eat again. Right. And if your metabolism is screwed up, you're, it's going to take longer to get back. So I, I be agree. smart about yeah. this. Right. This is the body. This is the only body God gave you. That's and right. And you want it to, to, to last you and to get through your life, um, you got to find, you gotta, you've got to take care of it. Right. You have to. I loved what you said earlier that you don't believe in diets. And I think you're right. There are things that we need to do that, frankly, when we're fueling our bodies properly, we're, we're eating a lot mm-hmm. when, you know, when you're doing something like jazzercise or running or, um, maybe doing CrossFit or something like that in order for your body to be fueled properly, you, there's a certain amount of intake that you need to have. And when I was running the marathon, the food that I, and of course that's a lot, but the food that I ate, well, I ate a lot of food, but I ate mm-hmm. a lot of healthy food, the granolas. And, you know, because I wanted to be in good shape, um, chickens, I love fish. So I could, fi- I could eat fish every night. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right. <laughs> but it's, 
look at how to fuel your body properly. And then when we were talking about Lindsay, pay attention to your body. When, when you don't feel well, there's something not right. And so try to figure out what that is. Work with the dietitian. We have some great ones at Mary Rutan Hospital who would love to sit down with you and help you figure out what what works for you because we can have food allergies that are not debilitating but they make us feel bad and in order to live the life that the one life we have in the one body we have we want to feel good and so if you're drinking milk and it's not something that's that you're allergic to so that it swells you up and is right. is deadly but it makes your stomach feel bad there mm-hmm. are all kinds of alternatives oh, out there alternatives. that you can get your calcium from mm-hmm. that would maybe keep you from feeling bad. And so Lindsay had to figure out, I mean, who would have thought that you can eat turkey, but not chicken because foul mm-hmm. is foul. <laughs> exactly. I would have thought, but yeah. apparently not. Mm-hmm. So there's something about that for her. And she figured it out because she mm-hmm. wants to feel good. She's right. a busy girl. She does like you do physical fitness for a living mm-hmm. and, um, she can't feel bad and help her clients get to the place they want to be. So, and she puts them on, she also um, has, um, a degree in, in some nutrition um, and she can put people on she calls it a diet but no right a diet but just on what to eat and it might be they look at them thinking oh my goodness that's so little but with all the snacks they are never hungry so right. don't think oh my gosh I'm gonna go on a diet I'm gonna be crabby I'm gonna be hungry the hardest part is just either making something that you're not used to or eating right. sometimes it's eating finding time to have that snack because it's so important. Right. You know, it you is. You gotta keep your metabolism steady. You don't want that plummet. And I'm like you. I like the just eating. I call myself a grazer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. You yeah. know, you're eating a little bit. As long as you're eating the right things. Right. Um, and you're not hungry. Right. Because how many of us skip lunch? And, I, and I'm not saying I've never skipped lunch because I do. Sometimes I'll go to Jazzercise and I'll be like, Right before class, I knew I, I'd missed lunch right. and I ate some, whatever you can grab. Well, that's number one, it probably was not good for me. And number right. two, it's not going to settle when I'm doing aerobics. But, right. you know, you, you've got to eat. You can't skip meals. And and But you have to have something before you, because mm-hmm. you do a hard workout. So, well, Judy, I want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us today and just encouraging people don't you don't have to diet but be careful what you eat pay attention to what you eat hydrate and do some kind of exercise because if you're doing something it will keep you moving longer and longer so thank you so much for joining me today and next week we are going to talk to Carrie Bezesco about massage and the physical and mental health benefits that we can all get from massage Talk to you next week.